there, and welcome to episode 17 of the Everything ECE podcast. I am your host, Carla Ward, the owner and founder of Early Learning Foundations. Earlier this week, I had the pleasure of talking to a class of graduating ECE students. I was able to share with them what it's going to look like going into the field. Things to remember, how to prevent burnout, that podcast episode is coming soon, and how to be professionals and advocate for early childhood education. At the end of the presentation, I shared with them five things I wish I had known going into the field. I think it would have saved me a lot of time, effort, and self-doubt. So today, I'm going to share those five things with you. Number one, some people are not there to make a difference, but don't let their cloud darken your sunshine. This may sound pessimistic and discouraging, but unfortunately, it is the fact. Everybody comes from different experiences in their teaching career, and for some, those experiences have sucked their love of teaching right out of them. And it is incredibly sad, because I'm sure in their heart of hearts, they didn't start out that way. But they've chosen to stay in the field, and unfortunately, they are losing out on being the best version of themselves, and the children are missing out on receiving an amazing education from a teacher who used to love it. But facts are facts. Some people are just bodies in the room, but that doesn't mean that you have to be one of them. And who knows? Maybe, because I've seen it firsthand, your professionalism, enthusiasm, and love of teaching might bring back the spark they once had. But don't put that pressure on yourself. It's not your job to change the educator. It's your job to be the best version of yourself. Number two. There is so much you can do with an early childhood diploma or degree. I want to make a disclaimer that if you are a classroom teacher and you love it, that is amazing. And we are so lucky to have you in the classroom. For me, that was not the case. I loved, loved, loved being in kindergarten and making a difference with the children in my program. But a part of me was always drawn to the question of how can I help more children? And that's kind of how I started tutoring and then leading professional development workshops for ECEs. I figured that if I can help educators be stronger and they will go back to their students, then I have contributed to helping a larger group of students. Then this spiraled into making toys because I wanted to promote play in childcare programs. So my friend Carolyn and I started making wooden toys to bring nature and play into the hands of children across Canada. And that is from a two-year diploma and 16 years of teaching experience. But it wasn't always that easy. I quit teaching three times and went back twice before I was finally confident enough to believe that my experience in early childhood did not mean that my only options were classroom teacher or supervisor. I know some amazing ECEs who are classroom teachers and others who have decided to take their diploma or degree in a different direction. Some of them are consultants, curriculum designers, coaches, workshop facilitators, children's authors. The list goes on and on. And if you are an ECE and want to pursue something further, go for it. Whether it is schooling or a dream, just start. Number three of what I wish I knew before starting in the ECE field was to document my own educational journey. I was great at taking pictures and documenting what students were doing and learning through play, but I completely overlooked documenting my own work. 
I wish I had taken more pictures of provocations and invitations that I set up, play experiences that my students had built, my loose part shelf and block center. Oh my gosh, I wish I had taken a picture of my loose part shelf and block center. It was so beautiful. Why do I wish I had documented my journey? Well, for one, it would have been great for work portfolios, but also to share with other ECEs. When I do trainings for childcare centers and I talk about the importance of loose parts and block play, I don't have a true good picture that really captures how awesome the one in my classroom was. It was amazing, folks. It was just a work of art. It is also an amazing reflection tool for you as an educator to document your educational journey. So take the time, grab your phone, document something you set up, document something that is a product of something that you set up. Make sure not to have the children in the photos so that you can share those pictures of your educational journey for years to come. You are growing and learning as an educator alongside your students. Number four, the environment as the third teacher truly does work. There are two things that flip my classroom on its head to be the most impactful third teacher. One was a lighting workshop from Fairy Dust Teaching, and the other was a book called The Third Teacher, 79 Ways You Can Use Design to Transform Teaching and Learning. I'll link it in the show notes. It changed my environment forever. It was created by an international team of architects and designers who were concerned about our failing education system. And it really, really changed how I looked at my classroom. The way I saw it, I had a choice. I could use my classroom as a room to contain children, or I could use it as a teaching tool. Changing it into a contributing member of my teaching was incredible. By having a room that was calm and constructive, suddenly I had time to sit down with my students, enjoy a conversation, observe. If you're in the classroom, you know that getting your observations done sometimes is so hard. Investing the time to look at my classroom color palette, lighting, and adding plants changed the volume and flow of my room for the better. The last thing I wish I knew before starting in the field was that play works. And if you just scoffed at me like, duh, hear me out. I started out as a theme-based teacher, and my co-teacher at the time and I didn't half-ass our themes. If our theme was under the sea, you knew it the second you walked into our classroom. If we were studying fall, you would know it. So when play and learning through play really started to make a push on the scene, I wasn't exactly quick to jump ship on my beautiful themes just yet. Oh, how I wish I had jumped ship. Once I had done some courses and decided to give in to play, similar to the environment as the third teacher, there was a shift in my classroom, one of collaboration and innovation. Children were really able to show their skills and passions, and I was able to really get to know my students. So there you have it, five things I wished I had learned before starting in the early childhood field. Despite not knowing them, I had no regrets. Would I like to have some of the time back that I spent doing insane theme changeovers? Absolutely. But I wouldn't be the ECE I am today if I didn't take it all in. 
thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Until next time.